Well, blessed be the name of the Lord. We have a lot going on here. I want to welcome you this morning. If you're visiting with us, I want to ask you to take the time to fill out the little visitor card you'll find in the uh, chair in front of you. Please fill it out. Place it in the offering place. We come around so we can have a record of your visit. I would greatly appreciate that. If you're joining us online, we also want to welcome you. Ask God to bless you. And ask Father God to reach out and touch you in a way that you will know that he will be with you. Well, my goodness, what is happening here at Robertson Avenue? You know, it's a little bit dark in the sanctuary this morning. Next time we have a very special guest here with us. Robertson Avenue is very pleased to have Brother Randy Fair and family here with us this morning. He's going to be ministering to us. So let's just give him a round of applause right now. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. I like the looks of that guy on the screen right there. My goodness, I just want to say thank you for all of y'all that have turned out or worked in our last upcoming event. And so, with that being said, I have someone who wants to say a special thank you. Sister Missy?
And then afterwards, if you're on the administrative team, you'll be meeting at 1030 in my office there as well. Uh, with that being said, be in prayer about our upcoming OCC Craft Day on October 30th, our Youth Ball Festival on the 31st, and of course, the other things that will be happening throughout this week. So please consider prayerfully being a part of that. Is there any announcements I may have forgotten? There's a lot of them now. That's because God is doing things in Robert Sanford. Amen? With that being said, let's go to the Lord in prayer. And after we pray, we just rise and welcome one another. Father, we come to you now in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for the opportunity to be in your house this morning. And I just pray, Father God, your spirit will move and have its way in our hearts and our lives. If there be anybody here this morning who needs to come to know you as personal Lord and Savior, or anybody, Father God, who needs to get their heart right with you, we want to say you that day. We ask the Lord God, you would minister to us, Lord, that you would lead us as we worship today as Brother Randy Barrett brings the message and sings to us. I'm praying, Lord, we would worship you praying, Father God, that we would leave this house rejoicing, since there's good to be in your house, and I pray, Father God, we be ministered to today. Lord, we just pray for those that are out traveling, and those, Father God, that are homesick, and those, Lord, that are watching online, that you give them a special blessing today, and let them know we love them and are praying for them. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just rise and welcome one another. Making our way back to our seats. I wondered if we could have our ushers come forward at this time. Our ushers come forward at this time, please.
service, if I could get two of my deacons in the back to take up the love offering for those who don't care, it comes on a love offering basis and trust God to meet that need. I want to ask you to prayerfully consider being a part of his ministry. And I'm going to say a little bit about his ministry. And he's going to tell you more in a minute. His ministry is, is far reaching and it's deep and it's a burden for lost souls. I want to ask you to prayerfully consider being a part of that ministry, partnering with that and being a part of what he does. He reaches into Macedonia. Thank you. 
so we got to go spend a little time. And uh, four of our grandchildren, we've got 11, that's the first time I've gotten to say this, you'll understand why. We have 11 grandchildren, and 10 of them are boys.
child of God, can you say, yes, I am? Amen. I think it's good to hear y'all sing. It's, uh, it's good to hear people when we sing joyfully to our Lord. And that's uh, what the Scripture teaches us to do, to make a joyful sound to the Lord. And I, some, I, I know some of you, I'm looking at you like, boy, you haven't heard my sound yet. Amen. Well, you know what? When it's about the Lord and it's for Him and it's to Him, it's joyful.
I want everybody to do this. Or as we say in East Texas, everybody. Okay, everybody. I want everybody to do this. And so, um, so it starts off like this. Jesus, just touch the palm of each hand, Jesus. Be. sing it again, and this time I'm going to ask you the best you know how from your memory. This is one of those songs, again, like My Jesus, I Love Thee, that we're singing to Him. I love songs that sing about Him, songs of proclamation and praise. I love songs that sing to Him, and songs of prayer. And so this is a song of prayer. And so the best you remember, just know this, the Bible teaches us that He knows the So as we pray this, you use your hands and your voice the best word that you remember. Just know that the Lord knows what's in your heart. Let that come out your lips, not your actions, not your words. So sing this to the Lord as a prayer as we share it together. Jesus. 
today would be the day that they run to you. Today would be the day that they cry out in your name and recognize that, Father, they are sinners in need of salvation and only Jesus can save them and set them free. May it be so in this room this morning. In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen.
kind of a crazy day today that media gives us the opportunity to reach out. And so thus we have no excuse that the gospel does not reach out through our opportunities, through, uh, through media that, uh, that we ought to, my wife always tells our kids, let your, be powers, let your powers be used for good and not for evil. Somebody say amen. And so, uh, thank you, church, for reaching out. And people are watching and people are listening. And we're able to reach people in the world today that may never darken the doors of your church. And so, keep being faithful with what God has given you. And, Pastor, thank you for preaching the gospel. Because the gospel changes lives. Jesus is the good news of a life change in those that need to know Him and cry out in His name. And so, you're here today as a witness to that. So uh, we uh, are thankful to be here. Last year we didn't get to come because of COVID. And uh, when I called Brother Robert and said, we've been exposed and there's no way I'm bringing that to your church. And you ought to say thank you. Amen. Because we had it. Amen. We didn't know, but we had been exposed. But sure enough, we had it. And we struggled through it. It took a little while to get over it. Uh, but I'm thankful again that our God has not been sick. Amen. And he's not been shaken. Nothing has ever occurred to God. Nothing. He's never been perplexed. He's never been caught off guard. He's never been unaware. He's never been been impressed or unimpressed. Come on, he's not. God doesn't look down here and look at me and look at you and say, you know what? Uh, I like you. I think they're pretty snappy. I got preacher when he preaches. All of his sermon points start with R. And he's got a good illustration at the end. I'm really impressed with that. God's really not impressed. He's really not. And I don't think God's affected in that way. But I believe that God is honored and blessed when people call out in His name. And when we preach His Word, and when we live His Word, but God is not impressed. You know, I got in trouble years ago for saying this. A guy, uh, just, I thought pastors would take me out back and want to fight me. And when I said this, and, uh, and I said it, and I going to continue to say it, Fight or no fight, I'm going to continue to say it. God is not even an American. Yeah, I said that one time. A guy was a madman. I mean, he bristled up and swallowed hard. And I thought, well, there's one right there. We're going to have to talk after church. I know it's coming. I've not been afraid before. I'm not afraid now. I mean, this was coming. And so, boy, sure enough, he made a beeline to me. His jaw was all blowed out, and he came right straight to me. He goes, I can't believe you said that. I said, Did you listen to what I said? Did you really listen? I think you turned me off after that. I think you just tuned me out. Because here's the difference. God's not an American. He, he is not. He doesn't snap to attention. I love my flag. I love my country. Amen. But God doesn't snap to attention when we fold out and run for a red light and blue. He doesn't get all misty eyed at a baseball game when a bald headed eagle flies across the field and drops a piece of apple pie in somebody's lap. I mean, he doesn't go, wow, that was. That was America. That was impressive. And I'm impressed. Instead, God, listen, God is never going to step out of His glory and His heaven and come down here and act like me or act like you. And, you, and I know some people are like, well, what if no way? I'm a pretty good person. Surely God would. No. 
remember, I, I've talked about this before. I remember in the second grade when we had a black and white television in the, in the early 70s in our second grade class, and they handed out little flags to all the kids in class, and we turned on that television, and we landed on the moon. And we did it again and again. I mean, we went from the moon, and every time they pulled on the television, we'd watch that, and we'd wave our flag because we were Americans, and that was an amazing feat in history that we did that. us like Him instead of Him becoming like us. And the only time that even resembled a man, He put on flesh, became a man, His Son Jesus, Amen, was just as much man as though He had never been God, and yet at the same time He was God in flesh. I'm thankful for Jesus today. Jesus completes us, doesn't He, Pastor? Amen. Jesus makes it all
sailor or a tradesman that came in and to, to trade goods from the seaport, that you were met by 2,000 prostitutes as soon as you had landed at that port. It was a very carnal, this word of word, carnivorous, came from carnal flesh eaters, worshippers of flesh. That's the point. The point had the money. It was, it was the trade, it was the trade capital of that part of the Greek world. And so the church in had become a church of wealth and means. They had money. The money had come to the church and they invested their money in missions. I believe so because as we study the life of Paul and how he ministered in the, the country of Greece, uh, he, he cries out to them about an offering that they had promised. And when you read here in the next couple of chapters, chapter 8 and 9, you will see that he is talking to the Corinth church about money and about an offering that had been promised to the Macedonians. The Macedonians were not in that southwestern part of the country. They were in the northeastern portion of the country of Greece, and that was where all the work went on. That's where the hard labor took place. That's where the forests were. That's where the, the copper mines and the bronze mines and where they, they uh, the diamond and gold mines, that's where they worked. But they didn't get to keep that money. They mined it, and they sent it south to the city of so it's a hard-working person, a lot of poverty, a lot of people there were in need. And yet in the middle of that was a beautiful city by the name of Philippi. And it was the apple of the Roman tribe, built by Philip the Macedonian, the Macedonian, called the first Macedonian, Philip the Macedonian, father of Alexander the Great. And so uh, you see the two provinces there. And this letter is to the Corinthian church, but it's about the church in Thessalonica. Tracking with you. Let me see your head shaking. All right. I'll repeat that. Amen. And so here he is saying to this wealthy church, a church with means, a church that had a lot of commerce and a lot of money to, to, to back it, he is saying to them, I want to teach you about another people, about the grace of God through them. And so we begin reading in verse 1 of chapter 8 of 2 Corinthians. It says, We want you to know, brothers, he's talking to the church about the grace of God granted to the churches, plural, of Macedonia. During a severe testing by affliction, their abundance of joy and their deep poverty overflowed into a wealth of their generosity. Now, we'll look at this verse just a moment, and let's consider exactly what it means. And it's, it's, to me, it's an interesting thing, Pastor, the way he strung together the literacy of this these words typically do not go together. Now look at these words. Look at it again. As he's teaching them about the grace of God with the Macedonian churches and these people, he said that it is by the severe testing by affliction. Evidently there was something happening in them. Maybe it was a pandemic. Maybe it was something physical. But there was an affliction, a physical testing that they were going through. And here he says that this severe testing was was happening in their lives, and during that very same time, they had an abundance of, what's the next word? Abundance of what? Joy. Severe testing by affliction. Now, let's just consider in our day today a severe testing by the affliction that we have seen COVID. How many of you in this room have had COVID? 
you're sitting at home and the money is not coming in to pay your bills, and you're not receiving a salary, you begin to scratch your head and your heart begins to get heavy. You begin to say, God, are you, are you ahead of this? I'm not the only one suffering through this. There are other people that are going through this. And yet I can honestly tell you at the end of last year, it was probably the most incredible year we've ever had. Maybe not financial, maybe the worst, but it's probably one of the most incredible years that we've ever had with God. And He did it in a way that necessarily didn't involve money. God is so good, amen, that even in severe testing, even through affliction, that we can find joy. I began to listen to different uh, podcasts and preachers and Sin won't report that, and 
seeing churches start over here, but we don't talk to Christians. We don't have a Christian. We have a problem. We have a historic Macedonian heritage, but we come from the last
stepped into the altar. And he said out loud, I don't have anything else to give but myself. I wonder, have you given yourself to the Lord? Have you submitted yourself to the Lord in that way? We sing the song, I Surrender All. Sometimes we sing it so much that we don't even really recognize the depth of the words that we're singing. All to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. In truth, have we surrendered all to Him when we sing those words or sing those words? Could it be said about us that the things that we say, the things that we do, the missions that we're involved in, the life that we have, we have because we especially given ourselves to the Lord who gave so much to us to make it possible. I'm going to ask you to stand where you are. I'm going to ask our brothers to turn on just the sideline to be able to see well enough. There's, there's enough light here to see. I'm going to ask Brother Joshua if you would. That's good. That's plenty of light. child of God, maybe you need to step away from where you're standing and walk down this aisle and come to this place of prayer and say, God, as your child, I come today coming clean so I can come closer than I've been. I'm your child. I'm in right fellowship with you. I need to come clean and come close. Come on right now as we wait a moment before the Lord. We sing. You step out of faith. Jesus, be Jesus. Those in this world who are 
Would you, with your heart, let's pray together that He has spoken to you. Would you come? Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I give you my heart. I give you my life. I give you my all. And I ask you to take me. I ask you to use me. I ask you, Father God, put me in whatever you need. And I'm praying to you now that you just come on right now. In the holy and righteous name. He has spoken to you. Come on. And now be that time. Let's raise your hands. Let's close in that word of prayer. And I'm going to ask, um, Brother C.D., would you? 
close to prayer this morning.